0: Hello, and welcome to the official podcast of the Australian Securities and Investments Commission. In today's episode, we'll be talking to two outstanding Indigenous entrepreneurs who we've just heard from at our Close the Gap event here in Sydney today. My name is Justine Butler, and with me are Jasmine Harrow, CEO of Outback Global, and Liam Ridgeway, founder of NGNY, an Indigenous digital enterprise. Thanks very much for your time today. Let's start with Liam. Liam, you started your IT career with Microsoft and were extremely successful there. What did it take to leave such a big enterprise and start out on your own? Uh,
1: it was quite It was quite interesting. Uh, took a lot of, uh, I guess, a lot of guts. In fact, there were lots of late nights, lots of thinking about whether I should pursue this or not. It sort of came off the back of an idea from a conversation that I had with a colleague of mine at Microsoft to, I guess, pursue a business idea and leave Microsoft. and. I think it literally took me maybe nine months to actually build up the courage to, to go and actually explore the opportunity to, to start my own business and it was very it was very stressful. I had to also convince my partner at the time who is now my wife that this was the journey that I wanted to take and that, um, that my potential was going to be far higher uh, going on this journey um, and starting my own business um, as opposed to working uh, just in a corporate role um, and I also you know, wanted to make more of an impact and so that was a thing that actually helped me convince myself that by having my own business I could have more of an impact in the Indigenous community but also across Australia and potentially across the globe as well.
0: The question or possibility for impact came up in the talk today and Jasmine, I, I believe you're very much motivated by making an impact around Indigenous culture in both Indigenous and non-Indigenous. Uh, communities. Perhaps you'd like to tell us a bit more about that. Oh, thanks, Justine.
2: Yes, I think the, uh, there's a unwritten law that Indigenous businesses must give back to community and must show a social impact uh, in, and if not uh, now and uh, I think one of the reasons why I uh, took time out to think about the social impact that I wanted to leave which was not just about writing a cheque for money but leaving a legacy for others that would outlive me and even my project and uh, one of the things as a parent my children always struggled with was how do I explain who I am and where I'm from and I think the other side of that was how did the teachers uh, try to include indigenous culture into the classroom so uh, as a parent myself I thought um, I was getting a little tired of teachers asking me so um, what do you think we should do for NAIDOC week this week or this year and uh, And I think that uh, started me thinking about how could I make it easy for my children to explain about their culture and how could I make it easy for the teachers and the other students to understand how interesting it was. And so that's why I embarked upon the Tetamek project and indeed writing the books and uh, creating the workbooks and teachers' resources to go with it.
0: That kind of leads me back to this kind of broad question that we have about how does an being an Indigenous person influence your business? Liam, you spoke about that today, perhaps you could elaborate.
1: So being an Indigenous person and, and being in business for me, and I can, you know, can also talk for, for John, my business partner as well, it is a core part of, of what we do, um, why we exist and how we do what we do. So being Indigenous and having a business, you know, as Jasmine talked about, we want to be able to make an impact, you know, we, we call it a social impact, but for us it's about an impact of, of sustainability, of enhancing um, and improving the lives of, of our community, and our people. You know, we talk about this, this whole idea around the gap and, you know, we want to participate and look at the way that technology plays a role in closing the gap. But I guess the other side to it as well is that there's not only a gap in relation to Indigenous Australia in connecting with um, you know, Western education systems, but it's also non-Indigenous Australia and how it is connecting with Indigenous perspectives and culture as well. And we want to be a part of that journey too and look at the way that technology plays a role in capturing our culture and being able to share that with the rest of Australia and with the rest of the world. So being Indigenous and owning our own business absolutely for us go hand in hand it drives us every day Mm -hmm. and this is why we've we've coined the term Indigenous Digital Economy because we want to achieve success in our business but it's the bigger picture the success for our people the success for our community and the growth of our community.
0: So Jasmine you've managed to start a workwear uniform supply company that now I believe has a partnership in the United States amongst other things so it's a global enterprise What are some of the key challenges you encountered as you went on that journey? Some of the key challenges
2: would have been uh, finance and capital, Uh, having a products related business is uh, never easy and funding yourself, uh, bootstrapping only goes so far. So I think um, uh, building relationships with your financiers are also very important, but also having a clear discussion, open two way discussion with our customers also helps um, make our delivery and uh, service easier and I think it's all about building relationships and uh, I think as far as uh, Aboriginal people and Torres Strait Islander people are concerned uh, I think when you hear us introduce ourselves we normally talk about where our mob is from or who we belong to and uh, what I've found is that once you actually start to build these relationships internally with some of the big organisations that we deal with that's where the respect and the understanding of what we're trying to achieve comes across so I think
0: our final questions for both of you is what's the one piece of advice you would give a young indigenous person contemplating getting into business I might say to you Jasmine for your, your tip
2: Yeah I I think um, I'll stick with what I said earlier today and uh, one is I can't give one piece of advice because I'm a mother Um, and two uh, be really clear about what you're doing and what you're trying to achieve and if you can articulate that into a business uh, plan or idea that's when you can actually start to think about moving it into a real life business and uh, also drink lots of good coffee. (laughs)
0: Thank you. We all enjoyed that tip. Liam? Absolutely.
1: So I'd say um, believe in what it is that you're doing. So absolutely don't let anyone tell you that that you're crazy. If you believe in something, absolutely pursue it and, and chase it. One thing I would also encourage as well is this idea around being lean. So there's this concept called lean methodology. So be lean. So don't necessarily go in and spend lots of money on this particular idea that you have. Find a structured way to be able to get the idea out there, talk to people, get feedback, make sure that the idea that you have or the business the business that you wanna pursue, that people are actually interested in what it is that you wanna do and why they're interested in it. So if they, for example, have, um, you know, they get paid and are they gonna actually spend their money with you? Find out how, like really dig down and find out, would they actually spend their money with you? Because people in your network and a lot of people are gonna go, I love that idea, it's great and that's awesome but it's about are they going to spend that money with you and so that is through using this, using this lean methodology of how to be able to understand what people's perspectives are and if the idea that you have is going to work
0: Thank you so much to both of you for sharing your thoughts today and I certainly feel like we've got more of an insight into closing the gap with economic empowerment so thank you both uh, Thank you we'll thank you. We'll be back shortly with another episode of the Asset Podcast